you are tuned in to the Bridal Extravaganza podcast. For over 35 years, we've helped engaged couples in Southeast Texas plan their dream weddings. You can learn from the millions of couples who've come before you. On this podcast, we'll introduce you to the wedding and event professionals who can make your dreams come true. Wedding and event planning can be easy and fun. Stay tuned. Welcome back to another episode of Bridal Extravaganza Podcast. This is Lorette Varis. I've got Dave Rossetti with me from Darker Side DJs. Welcome. Thank you. How are you? The first thing I want to just ask you is to explain the name of your company because when I saw it on paper, it wasn't how I would have thought to spell it. <laughs> well, the D-A-R and then the K is capitalized because that's our initials. I'm David Anthony and my wife, Kathy Ellen. Um, we chose that name because we didn't want to be the regular just DJ Dave or DJ Kathy or whatever you want to say. So we came up with a name. It is also in the music industry, the backside of a 45, the old 45 records, which is kind of obsolete now, but starting to come back in, believe it or not. Um, the backside was called the darker side of the music industry. So we felt like that was a musical name as well as something that represented us. Okay. So is it one in 10 people that maybe know that when they see it? Like who gets it? (laughs) Very few people get that. In fact, it's a great conversational piece for us because we get to tell the story about how we came up with our company, how we started out more in the karaoke world and, and evolved into what we are today, which is really mainly weddings and corporate business. We're uh, super busy. We will do almost 200 weddings this year, uh, along with, uh, uh, almost 75 corporate corporate and private events, so very so, busy. So Dave, that is really what we wanted to talk about today. So our podcast really is focusing on the growth of the small business, specifically in the wedding space. So how did you make that leap? I think a lot of our listeners, they want to do that many events every year, but maybe they're right now they're doing one or two and they have their full-time job. Can you go back in time to your mindset at that time? And, and what did you do and what steps did you take to get to where you are today? Well, a part of it was just the involvement of who we were and the the adaption of equipment that we were able to acquire as we went along. Uh, starting out in karaoke world, you do a lot of smaller club shows. Uh, as you grow, you learn what top-line equipment is compared to what you use in a bar or whatever. It was also something where we were growing. Um, as you get older, you tend to get away from the bar scene, you move in. Uh, a lot of kids, I was a school teacher. And a lot of my kids were starting to grow up and asking me to do their weddings as well as because I'd done their school dances or done private parties for them at their parents' house or whatever. So we moved into that venue where we started doing weddings. Well, we found out that we really liked the wedding side. Um, the It's very lucrative as far as that goes, much more than a bar show would be. So it was great for us to move into that venue as far as making money. I call venues make where I can make money. So we have different venues that we use, whether it's lighting or photo booths or, or uh, straight up DJing. So we do a little bit of everything. So we're, we're big out there. How did you balance, were you both working full time at, I hate to say real jobs, but you know, at real jobs and doing this, how did you balance? Uh, sleep deprivation. <laughs> we're really, I just worked as much as I could. It was, I've always kept my thumb on the business. We're not a contracting DJ where we go out and contract other DJs to work. We train everybody in-house. I've only let the business grow as much as we can handle. It's our product. Everybody that goes out knows our style. That's the way we work so that the product stays consistent. Uh, you might get a different personality as far as the DJ goes, whether, like I have uh, one of my DJs, Raul Cruz, is bilingual. So he can go out and do different events than I can do because I can't speak Spanish. So that's a good thing for us, but it's it's also good for the customer because they get a different aspect of things or they can get a different DJ that can do more for them 
So that's part of the goal of our business was to grow and continuously find people that can help us grow as a business so, and, and be a part of the team. Are there any resources that you can think of that helped you grow? For example, your favorite business book, or it was when I read this quote, or someone said this to me and it made so much sense. Does anything come to mind? A little bit of everything. Um, one thing as a teacher, I think you learn a lot of customer service skills. Uh, I continuously teach every day today. I mean, all my people are trained to do just about everything in our business. So it's it's been a continuation for me through life to take everything that I've done and throw it into this business, whether it's the... Uh, empathy that you show towards brides and grooms to know what they're feeling uh, or whether it's just teaching them what a wedding's like because it's their first time. They don't know how to show up for a wedding and, and act properly because yeah. some brides and grooms have never even been to a wedding and then they're going to their own and they don't know what to do. So training, training them, I guess you would say, or teaching them the aspect of a wedding and how to... Um, how to be that performer at that wedding, which is what they are kind of. So, you know, and how to get through the day and enjoy it. So that's, that's our goal. And it's always been, so I've taken everything I've done, whether it be customer service in a fast food restaurant in college to, you know, teaching school, everything goes right into this business. What about any systems and processes as you grew um, Google docs or like, is there any go-to any app that you love or, you know, how did you organize? Because this is a lot of events you're talking about. Yeah. Um, we actually bought into a system uh, through DJ Intelligence, which is an online planning system. Our brides and grooms get access to that. They have planning forms, timelines, music request tools. that they can, And I call it a tool because they can go on there and listen to, to uh, songs, MP3 versions of the song. They can look at lyrics online, create their own customized playlist, like a must-play, play if possible, or do-not playlist. Uh, all that's available to them. So technology has thrown this business into a whole other realm. Uh, it's just amazing what we can do today. The fact that we can stream live music legally, uh, that's another thing too, is being all of our music is licensed. So I make sure that we're running under the, you know, in the right radar, not just downloading music or sharing music. We want the artists and writers to be able to get their publicity and their, their money too. So Okay, for someone who doesn't know, what does that mean? You stream it live. Where, where is it coming from? What does that mean? Um, you have like cloud-based music right. where you might have a, a service that allows you to uh, stream through the internet. You can Kind of like you do through Amazon or iTunes, but it's legal for DJs. We can actually take and stream music live right to, right to the wedding. So we can either download it or stream it. That makes me nervous. Anytime you say streaming, like for us at the George R. Brown with the bridal strap against, I'm like, please don't try to stream. Like there's so many people in there, and but you're confident and it has worked. It has worked, and it does depend on the situation. We actually carry about uh, almost 200,000 songs on hard drives already, just to make sure. So if we don't have streaming capabilities or the internet isn't secure that right. day, then we make sure that we have enough to go. And then we take the opportunity ahead of time to make sure that any special requests from the bride and groom or anything on their list online that is all downloaded ahead of time the songs are checked we make sure things work just in case there's a problem that day so, so how did you know when it was time to quit the real job and do this full time um, I promised myself that I would get up to a certain level of business sustain it for two years and if I could do that then I could quit and it basically was I did, I did that. In fact, I did it in a year and a half instead of two years, and I was ready to go. I knew it. So it was just – I just had to get myself to a point of where I felt comfortable um, money-wise, monetarily, so that we could survive and not change our way of living as far as that goes. Mm -hmm. And we've done that pretty successfully so far. And what about office space and managing employees? Any tips on that? How did that come about? 
Um, actually, I shopped for a store for about a year before I actually did it. Um, and I just happened to walk into a situation where I found a small shop in Brazoria where that was affordable for us. It was the right size. We've actually kind of outgrown it already. Um, so we're looking for new space. But at the same time, it, it was a big jump because we'd run the business out of our house for 17 years. I didn't, I haven't had a garage yet to this day. So, uh, we're continuously trying to get stuff out of there so I can park cars in it again and, and make sure that we have our house back, but we do have a living room again so we can sit down and <laughs> that's kind of nice, but, uh, it's nice to have a storefront. Uh, we put a nice small area meeting area where I can bring meeting area where I can bring brides and grooms in and they can sit down and we have big screen TVs where they can look at pictures of other weddings we've done, see monograms because we do custom monograms. We'll do uh, up lighting. They can see different pictures of different venues that we work in and that way they'll, they'll know what they're getting. And is there anything new in the DJ or entertainment world that you just think might be interesting to my listeners? I think uh, you and I spoke earlier and you said something about dancing on a cloud that I had never heard of two things. I think dancing on a cloud is kind of new. Uh, there's probably only a few DJs in the Houston area that are actually doing it successfully. And what is it? Uh, it's basically a dry ice fog machine that keeps, it creates a real cloud, but the cloud hugs the floor. It usually doesn't come up above your knees if it's done right. And it makes for an incredible picture as far as the photographers. They love it. You do that with a combination. I've actually taken, um, LED uplighting and shine it through the cloud that we create and we can make it look just like a storm You can add a storm background to it and it almost kind of like you're walking in to a rainstorm. It's amazing So the other wow. thing that we're going to be getting into we haven't started yet It's in the process. We're working on packaging and that kind of stuff, but we're going to start doing video mapping with uh, Cakes as far as that goes. So which okay, means and I also I think I know what that is, but please explain <laughs> That's where we will take a um, lot. We can take video and actually project it onto a clean cake onto a white cake cake. Uh, we can make your cake look like a waterfall. We can script your names on it, put your picture on it. There's different ideas that we have. We're not quite done with the packaging and some of the, uh, making sure that the packages are created so that it's successful for the bride and groom. But, uh, we're working on that. That's probably in the next six months to a year. So. And would that be on a real cake? Yes. Okay. It could be on a real cake. Probably the best way to do it would be on a fake cake and then serve cake on the side yeah. uh, just for the consistency of the size, sizing and whatever. But actually, we can project on any surface if we wanted to. So, okay, yeah. awesome. Okay, and so tell us um, any advice you would have for someone listening who right now, their company is obviously smaller than yours and they're kind of waiting to take that leap and they might have been waiting for several years. Like, what do you have to say to them? Consistency. Um, advertise anywhere that you can. Be consistent with what you do. Brand yourself. I think Alan Berg, I'm going to throw a shout out to Alan. Okay, I love Alan, by Alan, the way. Alan is amazing, and he is really big on branding yourself. Finding what makes you stand out from somebody else, and then sticking with that. Uh, whether it's your logo, whether it's what you do at a wedding. I think what makes us stand out and what we've always prided ourselves in is our customer service. When we show up to a wedding, we're not just the DJ. We're whatever we need to be to get the job done for the bride and groom that day. Whether it's clean up a spill off the floor, hold a baby for an hour, bustle a dress, whatever it may be, we've done it all. So that's the attitude we take. I mean, I was the planner last wedding I did. So they didn't have a planner. They didn't want to do that. And then I ended up planning the whole night. I was the coordinator for the night. So you do what you have to do to get it done for the bride and groom. Because at that point, you're paid, you're there. Be there for them. Because know that if they have a successful night, you're going to have a successful business later because they're going to give your name out to somebody else. The wedding we did Saturday, there were seven couples 
that I had married off in inside that. That audience. is incredible! Wow, so, <laughs> wow. Seeing that and then seeing another couple, and they knew me by name. They're like, "Hey, Dave, how's it going?" You know, before I even they hardly knew who they were, but they had seen me so many times. Right. That, that and that's cool because that means everybody's talking, and we've been successful at at least seven weddings before that that these people knew. Right. So that's uh, that's incredible. Okay, something hot that we always want to talk about is selling to the millennial bride. I'd love your perspective coming from a teacher. So you saw these millennials before they were even probably called millennials. <laughs> what would be your comment on just this whole generation? Because they're your bride right now. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of people think millennials don't know a whole lot. Uh, millennials know more than probably anybody else that's ever been around. Uh, they have the world at their fingertips. They're used to getting everything now. Um, the only thing is, is that sometimes they step into things before they know what's going on. I think the biggest thing with millennials is if you guide them through the process, if you're willing to teach them a little bit, they're willing to listen if you can get them to stop. But getting to talk to them in the first place, I would say you have 15 minutes. Uh, they're, they're now babies, and they want things now. And if they can't have it now, they're going to find it now, somewhere else. So when you when they get a call from them, get back to them as quickly as possible. Talk to them. Let them know who you are try to instill their confidence in you uh, through what you do and go with it. So, yeah, I, I love, I don't have a problem with millennials. I think they're awesome. So they're just, uh, like I said, they're, they're now people and you got to get on it. So you can't wait. And then you have to be on top of technology because they are, and uh, they're going to be looking for every, you know, song choices. Uh, I hate to say this, but uh, YouTube and Pinterest, those are, are, greatest assets but our worst enemy at times too but uh, with the licensing and that kind of stuff because we really pride ourselves on making sure that we do that some don't but uh, we, we're big on that I think you should uh, make sure that you run within the law uh, and, and have licensed music for everything and if it's not licensed tell a bride and groom don't be afraid to say we can't do that uh, if you don't know something especially with a millennial if you don't know something tell them you don't know and you'll find out They'll research it for you. They'll, yeah, they'll, they'll either research or you can research for them. I mean, they're willing to take that. You just have to be willing to say. A lot of people will try to come up with an answer and it won't be real. Uh, be real with them. They're they're as real as anybody gets. Probably more than any generation. I think they're as upfront and as open and as candid as anything. I mean, that's what they do. They're live every day. So, <laughs> so which does bring me to social media. How does social media play into the marketing that you do? It's a huge part. Um, I book constantly off of Facebook, Instagram. I think it's a great way to get present the presentation of your business out to your customer if you do it properly. Uh, great, great phone pictures. I mean, the phones today you got 14, 15 megapixel cameras. Phones, phones. are amazing. It's yeah, amazing. so you can take videos, great videos if you know what to shoot. I have. For 17 years, I've watched photographers shoot. I'll stand behind them. I'll see what they're looking at. And you just learn how to take pictures that are going to make your bu- entice your business to look better. Yeah. So I try to do that. All the pictures on my website or whatever we advertise with are usually pictures I've taken. So, cool. Yeah. Cool. You know, on that note of photographers, I've been in the magazine industry like 25 years now. And so, yes, I've followed a lot of photographers around. I laugh at the thing. It's like, when is the sun going to rise? When is the sun going to set? That's what they always want to know. Oh, yeah. And, um, yes, but they have that eye. And I, I'll be there and I'll go... How did they see that? How did they see that? But you're, but you're right. If, if you watch enough, like you can maybe get a few good shots. For yeah. me, I've gotten some good ones, too, and it's just like, that's awesome. Of course, they're getting way more than me. But, yeah, <laughs> you know, if, if we have everything in life, I'd just have a professional photographer following me around me. That would just be amazing. That would be great if we could afford it, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. And we really don't need that. Like, we're not um, celebrities, and we don't always have to have our hair and makeup done, yeah. which is why we love the podcast. No one can see us. Boom. Any final thoughts on just entrepreneurship, on this journey that you've been on with the company that you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, don't be afraid. I think if you have a desire, if you have a passion for something, um, 
I'm going to use a quote I got from Mattress Mac, and that's find a job that you liked it, or that you love to do, and you'll never go to work. And I think he lives by that. Um, I saw him say that to a bunch of kids at a at a scholarship banquet that he was doing, and he, that was one of his ten points that he gave them that night, and it really stuck out in my mind because this is something that I have a passion for. I've always been a part of music for as long as I can remember, and this is just another way for me to stay involved in the music world, and I love it. Okay, so 30 years ago, I heard him address the chamber, and he said, the road to success is just like I-45, always under construction. Yeah. And I liked that, too. Yeah. Cool. Okay, well, Dave, thank you so much for joining us. Please tell our listeners how they can reach you and book you. Um, you can call us at 281-542-DJKJ. That's 281-542-DJKJ or 3555. Our website is www.darkersidedjs.com or you can just text me uh, at the 281 number either way. So we're open to calls. I'm usually up at 8 in the morning and up till midnight. So give me a shout. Awesome. Well, Dave, thanks so much for joining us. This is Lorette Veras with Bridal Extravaganza Podcast and stay tuned for another episode. Are you an entrepreneur or small business owner who depends on the wedding industry to make a living? If so, you're invited to join over 350 regional companies at the Bridal Extravaganza Show in Houston, Texas. At our two-day live event, you'll meet face-to-face with engaged couples who are ready to book your product or service. Log on to BridalExtravaganza.com to learn more about our upcoming events.